from me to suggest that someone is repeating something that happened on this program <laughs> a few days ago, but didn't when it was raining miserably on was that Monday or Tuesday? Didn't you rejoin with that very song? Uh, maybe, I guess. Maybe I you should pay, Rather than trying to dissect my lead and suggest that I've done it before, maybe you should focus on the rejoins. Okay. Facts. Yeah, you know okay. what? I probably uh, imagined a day that didn't actually happen. Holy smoke in Toledo's. Well, time for the Red Sox front office report with Sam Kennedy, brought to you by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. Also by Shaw's and Star Market, where you can win free groceries in their Grand Slam summer sweepstakes. By Sherwin-Williams and by Kentucky Owl, the wise man, American straight bourbon whiskey, and the president of the Boston Red Sox, Sam Kennedy, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Sam. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everybody? How you doing? Doing great. Um, we were talking this week about uh, this team and finding it h- hard to know how to feel because week to week, uh, they 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 are different teams. They go out, they can beat some really good teams, and then uh, lose in in, uh, in dramatic fashion to some bad teams. Is that? Are you feeling that same vibe? <laughs> Well, it's fair that you uh, feel that way. I think I think we're all feeling it because it's absolutely true. You know, here we are, 114 games in. We're four games over 500, and it's it's sort of been a tale of two seasons. At some points, we feel like, all right, here we go. We're we're this is the best version of the 23 Red Sox. We're on our way to the postseason. You know, we had a great July, and then all of a sudden the calendar turns to August, and it's like. What, what's going on here? So part of that's baseball. There's, it's just a 162-game uh, torture chamber at times with the <laughs> grind of the baseball season. Um, but our hope here is that we're going to sort of save our best baseball for the last 48 games and, and get, get back into this thing, um, which, which we certainly believe we can do. Sam, what do you believe as, as an organization is the biggest reason – to this team being so inconsistent? It's a good question. I mean, there's been a lot of things to point to. Um, certainly our defense and base running, we, we've struggled throughout the course of the year. Um, but obviously, like most seasons, when you have you know flashes of, of brilliance and then longer periods of uh, despair, it, you can usually point to pitching. Um, and we've had Unfortunately, we've had injuries. Uh, we start with our starting rotation. Um, we we haven't had uh, reliability there, which has has really hurt us. I mean, every three, four days out, you're you're looking at a bullpen game, and that's just not sustainable. That's really really hard um, on the team and on the bullpen. So I'd say those are the reasons why we've why we struggled primarily, and um, we've also seen some odd stretches where uh, a really powerful relentless offense has just sort of shut down for stretches at a time um so it's it's been up and down but uh the good news is uh, we've got lots of uh, divisional games left got lots of opportunity to to climb back in here uh over the rest of the summer and, and into the early fall just real quick on pitching and i know hindsight is twenty twenty, and and we're not there every day and um, I, you know, I, you guys know more than, uh, I do certainly, but do you, can you look back at the deadline and, and just share why, you know, when you have Devers and other guys saying we really need an arm, was there not a deal that made sense for the team? 
Yeah, that, that's just it, uh, Greg. You nailed it. Um, I mean, obviously, we made a couple of, um, of uh, smaller deals uh, in terms of acquiring Nick Robertson and Justin Hageman. And, um, we got Mauricio Oliveira, right-handed pitcher. But uh, there weren't any other deals that I think would have grabbed headlines that, that uh, we matched up on. And I can tell you that Haim and BOH and everyone in baseball operations was – uh, trying really, really hard to, as they say in baseball ops, match up on a deal um, that would help us in the short term. Um, but we just didn't get there. And, and you know, the interesting thing is for our, for our fan base, I mean, there are so many um, assets in our system that are desirable and um, that clubs want and are, are interested in. Um, and just frankly, we're, we're not willing to part with them. Um, we think we have the ability to compete and, and win this year. Um, but we also have now, I think Fangraphs ranks us fourth in all of baseball in terms of our system. Just a couple of years ago when Hiram came in, we were down at the bottom uh, in terms of our minor league system. So, uh, who knows how these prospects will all develop, but it, there were a lot of inquiries. We just didn't get to a place where we matched up on anyone um, that uh, would have been a headline grabber for these final final 50 games. Uh, the good news is we've got guys coming back off of injuries, and, and so hopefully we can we can get things going here. Well, Sam, I, I, I don't think the headline grabber is what fans are worried about. I think if we're the fans that I speak to that see the farm system being replenished, see is it replenished for the fact that you can then utilize some of those assets for players that can help this team win now. And you said last night, no one's giving up. It just this past weekend at Fenway park with the blue Jays taking over right afterwards. Why will you not risk a couple of players that are in the pipeline for guys that will help yourself now, as opposed to continuing to wait for their arrival in a couple of years? Yeah, it's a it's a fair question. I think just pointing back to what I said earlier about the willingness to part ways with certain players for players on other teams, we we, we just didn't match up. We didn't think it was in the best interest of the organization um, to to make uh, certain moves, and we can't go into specific situations because that would that would violate baseball rules but uh, i can just tell you there was a lot of activity um the, the trade deadline is interesting around the league um it's a little i think a lot of other clubs felt the same way a little bit slower uh in terms of uh, blockbuster deals or or even smaller deals as you point out um i think that's because ironically baseball is in such a good position with this extra playoff team and, and the markets totally change now at the trade deadline because you have so many more teams that are still in it and are still competitive down towards the end of the season, which is a really good thing, but it's totally changed the dynamic of the trade deadline from what it was in years past. So just interesting to see how that market develops or, or doesn't develop as the case may be. Was it, are the reports accurate that the team was interested in, in uh, doing something to get Verlander? Can't can't discuss the specific players, uh, Greg. I will say that uh, that the group explored uh, everything, anything, and everything that was out there was um, uh, a really uh, tremendous amount of work and, and explored just about everything that you could possibly explore to try and improve in the near term and the long term, but without talking about specific guys. Okay, the Sherwin Williams question of the week is from Todd Picnic. 
at Stewart Painting in Hingham and Hyannis. And Todd wants to know what kind of an impact you see Chris Sale having once he returns to the rotation. Well, certainly the hope is that we see the Chris Sale that uh, we saw uh, before the injury because, boy, I can't think of a bigger lift for the 2023 Boston Red Sox than having having the Chris Sale um, that we've seen in the past be healthy and ready to go. So that that's that's certainly our hope, and um, we'll see how uh, how things turn out right when he comes back. Sam, just going back to oh, oh, real quick, uh, ask Sherwin Williams how to help bring color to your life from color solutions to expert advice. They've got you covered. Go ahead, Courtney. Sorry. Uh, going back to what Curtis was talking about with the series last weekend, uh, I know Heim Bloom has come out to say that he supported Alex Cora and his decision to bench Verdugo on Saturday. Uh, how how hard is it for Cora and for you guys to look at a situation where it is a very important series, but you do have to keep guys accountable for decisions that they may, they may make? Yeah, it's it's really hard decision, and, and um, when those things happen, you know, it, it's just critical that guys are held accountable, uh, and that's what that's the difference between a, a, a elite manager and a, and a and a less than elite manager. Really, really difficult decision when you've got a, a, a hugely important series. And look, there's no sugarcoating it. That was a that was a punch in the gut to to get swept by those guys at this critical point in the season. And for Alex to have to make that hard decision um, was really, really difficult, but it was the right thing to do. We support it. We also know that Alex Verdugo is a huge part of everything we're doing. We're doing here He's an all-star caliber player. He's a great guy and, and really um, has done tremendous things for this organization. He, he owned it as well. He said he needs to be more present, needs to be more alert, I think was his quote. Um, and so he's, uh, it's all good. He had a great night last night, and, and we turned the page. All right. Yo, go uh, ahead, Curtis. Just a quick question before we go, Sam. Uh, Heim referred to this team as underdogs after the deadline. Do you share that view? <laughs> you know, there was. I know there's a lot made of that uh, that that quote. Um, look, I, I think we believe in this team. I understand Hyam's comments, given where we are in the American League East. There's no hiding that either. We see it every night out there in left field. Uh, when you're down towards the bottom, uh, it feels like you are climbing your way back up in this thing. So um, I understand the characterization, and and I think what he was referencing, just that, where we stood, uh, but not a lack of belief in this team, uh, that's for sure. We we all feel very convicted that this team can, can get back in this and do something special. Speaking of that, what, do you have a light bulb to replace out there, or what's the what, what's the situation? <laughs> You know, my, my dad always said, you guys, there's all these famous things, the people who go to Fenway, you, know, you go to that ballpark, and every single night you may see something you've never seen before. <laughs> I have never, ever seen anything like that. And uh, Pete Nesbitt, our head of operations, was in the suite. I said, you know, Pete, what do we do now? And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> said, all right, keep going. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. All right. Well, just make sure you replace it with the the uh, proper bulb for the environment. Correct. I forget which one are those now. Ooh, it's, it's the, uh, I forget. Incandescent. Yes, incandescent. Make sure that that it's replaced properly. You, you you got it. Actually, our amazing grounds crew already took care of it, so uh, we're, we're good to go for tonight. All right, Sam Kennedy. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again. All right. That is the Red Sox front Thanks. office report with Sam Kennedy, the president of the Boston Red Sox. Here's Courtney with what is trending. 
Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right. Well, good stuff from Sam Kennedy. And the Sox did get a win last night against the Royals. 4-3 to three was your final. Nick Pavetta won five innings. He gave up two runs on four hits while striking out eight. They've got the finale with the Royals tonight. First pitch at 7-10. You can listen to Joe Castiglione and Sean McDonough on the Shaws and Star Market WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. We've got James Paxton taking the mound for the Sox, opposing Alec Marsh. Before the action, you can hang out with Rich Keefe on the Mass Mutual pregame show at 6. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investment. We've just got one more day before we see Chris Sale back on the mound for the Red Sox. That's all taking place tomorrow when they take on the Tigers. The Patriots are in action tonight. The sole home preseason game kicks off at 7 p.m. against the Texans. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. It is currently 75 degrees, cloudy skies in Boston, afternoon high in the mid-80s.